0: Today, we're going to talk about dyspareunia, painful intercourse. This is a major situation for women, uh, sometimes even inserting tampons, getting a pelvic exam, horse riding, sitting too long. All of these activities can be uh, uncomfortable. Now, what I think is usually behind this condition is oxalates, okay? Oxalates can form crystals that can look like razor blades. Sometimes you can get um, oxalate stones as kidney stones. Sometimes they end up in the joints. Sometimes they can create um, like gout like symptoms. It's called pseudogout, where oxalate crystals can go into the big toe, but they can also end up in other tissues too, like the uh, vaginal area. And sometimes if you present this theory to your doctor, they might go, oh, well, there's no scientific studies that relate to that. That's just you're wasting your time. But my thought is first of all, just because something doesn't have a study, doesn't mean it's not effective. I mean, are you just gonna wait for the scientific community to do a study on something that there's no profit on? You can't necessarily make any money on it by having a food recommendation, by avoiding certain things. So just because a study hasn't been done doesn't mean that what I'm gonna present is not true. I mean, there's a lot of women out there that have been very successful just by making a simple dietary change with maybe a few supplement recommendations, So, what do you have to lose, right? So, these are the foods that I'm going to recommend that you avoid for a while to see if oxalates are involved spinach, beets, grains, beans, potatoes, almonds, peanuts, kiwi, wheat germ, soy, xylitol, which is a common sweetener that a lot of people use on the ketogenic diet, blackberries, chocolate, eggplant black pepper, Swiss chard, rhubarb, figs, and the spice turmeric. All of these foods have high levels of oxalates, okay? Now, realize that the oxalates come from your food, but your body can also make oxalates, and they do form with calcium to make these crystals. So let's say, for example, uh, you accidentally had some spinach or you had, I don't know, some peanuts or something like that, What you can do to reduce the effect of oxalates is consume some dairy with those products, okay? Now, it's not going to completely eliminate it, but what's going to happen is the calcium in the dairy is going to bind with the oxalates in your digestive system, and less will be absorbed into your blood. So like, let's say spinach, and you have like some cheese, right? Dairy can provide the calcium to reduce the effects of these oxalates. Now, what food uh, can you eat? Well, you can do any of the meats. You can do fish, seafood. You can do eggs. You can do fats. And you can do certain vegetables that are low in oxalates as well. Um, Arugula, cabbage, avocado, cauliflower are all low in oxalates. And then also just regular lettuce is low in oxalates. Yeah, and also the saturated fats are low in oxalates too. So you could definitely eat a, a pretty good variety of foods. You know, sometimes people will say, well, the diet's too restrictive, I can't do it. Well, how bad is this problem? I mean, let's weigh out the advantages and disadvantages of making these changes. I think it's, it's going to be worth it if you can completely resolve these symptoms. Now, there's also been some connection with um, low B6 and having higher levels of oxalates. I did a video on this. I'll put it down below. But um, if you are going to take vitamin B6, make sure it's in a form P5P form, okay? So I'm just going to mention that and I put some more information down below because I don't want to get sidetracked. But if you add calcium citrate before bed, like just one tablet that can help you because, again, the calcium will bind with the oxalates, okay? So you can actually uh, minimize that reabsorption, especially if the oxalates are being produced in the digestive system. Normally, there's a, a microbe in the gut that's supposed to take care of oxalates. So it could be that you just don't have that microbe for some reason. Maybe you took antibiotics at some point and it killed it off and it never came back. I don't know. But this is why a very strong diversified microbiome in your gut is very helpful to counter this problem as well. Uh, The second thing I would recommend is a product called NAG. And this is just a product to help um, build up the lining of the vaginal canal to help with some of this discomfort as well. You may find that if you add this, things can get a little bit better. And then there's one last product, CMO. Okay. And I'll put a link down below of all the different names, I'm not going to mention brands, but you'll have to pick your own brand. But I just want to kind of give you the general supplement that I would recommend. But I wanted to keep this uh, video short and sweet just to give people an option and put them on the right track into um, evaluating this specific symptom and resolving it.